So something that I've been kicking around and I wanted to run by you is with all the things that we've talked about and kind of looking at life the way that we do, I can't help but get to a point where there's, there's a part of it where you're looking at the context of your life and how what matters, what doesn't matter, where you're putting energy and focus. And it, I don't know if it's for everybody, but certainly for me, the, the things, the normal things of the world and the things that are outside of my like local sphere, it starts to really all just look like bullshit. And I don't want to be completely disconnected from the world. I like to be able to keep up a cocktail party. But I guess my question is, how do you balance out the outside and the inside? Because it gets harder and harder, I think, when you go into the inside, when you try to approach life of letting go of what you can't control. Because there's a lot of stuff like politics and world news that I don't want to be a weirdo and not be able to hold up a conversation. But that stuff seems like just stupid childish games too. And it's, it gets harder to be interested in it because I feel like there's nothing that I can really do to make a drastic impact on it. So it's like, how do I balance out caring about that when the other stuff in life, like it, it the, the exploration of life and of consciousness and, you know, however you want to kind of frame it, just the, the ineffable nature of life and the non-physical stuff. That's so much more interesting. Yeah. But you're a weirdo at a conversation if someone has no. Uh, you're a weirdo. You're. I think you're like a weirdo unless they're understanding or they're in the same club or, you know, they're in the same. They have the same interest with the same perspective as you, which isn't always going to happen. At least not for me. Um maybe it's less of an issue with with certain people or i dare say most people just because it's from my perspective most people fit in a group of some sort better than i see myself fitting in you know um so i don't know but it's definitely it it pulls on me i i i don't have an easy time not fitting in cuz i want to fit in who doesn't and, but with that, it seems like you're always trying to, you're checking your mirrors and, and that's other people or that's, you know, all the things we have in social media or whatever. Um, you're kind of grooming yourself to be able to fit in and I want to do that, but I'm doing it less and less. Or if anything, I'm, I'm trying to see um i find myself not 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 feeling comfortable just seeing it one way so i'll i'll see it the other way i'll i'll look at the uh, not even talking about politics here but i'll i i want to look at the rights perspective but i want to look at the lefts mm-hmm. i want to see mm-hmm. their strengths and weaknesses i want to i want to find a new direction too to look at it that way. And that brings up that uncomfortable feeling once again, like I, I don't see a lot of people doing that. So, I mean, it's one thing to well, go it's, out. It's kind of generally poo-pooed to 
like you know if you go another way if you go with more of like a libertarian or something like that or or god forbid independent yeah it's looked at of well you're wasting your viewpoint you're wasting your vote and don't be a fence walker and yeah it, it's funny the little things that go with that but i mean i i get it that you you kind of want to go bet on a horse that has a chance of crossing the finish line but isn't that interesting that balance is kind of looked down upon or yeah. new ideas that's yeah or it's, it just seems nonsensical to me even right there i think you know i i've heard this come up many times um even just recently i heard someone saying that it's well i was you know once again this is politics but i, I it doesn't need to be it needs it could be anything um you know person said oh i used to be an independent too but eventually i had to stop being nice to people and I just thought that was, okay, great, I can see that point of view, but that's not the only way of looking at it. Um, I mean, I, I have the thought sometimes uh, that maybe being an independent is I'm I'm giving the finger to everybody, or at least their ideas. You know, it, right. I, I don't want to be disrespectful, solely disrespectful to people, but I... I it doesn't feel if it ever does feel comfortable for me to entertain a side or even to, you know, even identify with a side, it soon that comfortability soon runs out and I'm bored. And I know I'm not the only one who feels that way. Um, but you definitely have a lot of opportunity for someone else or some group or even just you being alone and and seeing something mirrored to you to to feel uncomfortable being weird like that you know or unique um mm-hmm. uh i've i've been in conversations with people who were kind of i i kind of got the sense that they not that i really strictly try to philosophize with other people but it's like i get this um there's this derogatory tone and also the words being used like like an independent kind of perspective like that is it's a disrespectful act you know and if if anything it's it's almost arrogant to look at things through your own point of view or to whatever it means to think independently you know think for yourself it it just feels like it, it never gets that comfortable to me, you know? Um, and I don't feel comfortable. Uh, I don't know. I just, I, I try to read the room and there's times where it feels natural or I feel more comfortable being a little bit more independent around others and other times where it's, I don't. And if I, I can't, I, I think it all comes back down to some insecurity in me and maybe it's more than that but i i end up feeling like it's something i need to get past um maybe this was less of an issue you know 40 years ago or more um but now it feels like it's just everything's so hyper hypersensitive you know oh god just for uh, one just for i think i think social media has allowed people to approach political leanings and worldview stuff like with road rage yeah. You're, not, you're not looking someone in the eye anymore so you can be an asshole without any 
repercussion. It's like, I mean, it's good to get that out every once in a while, but if that's your main mode of communication, we're going down a bad path. It's, it's just divisive and it's, it's not true. I mean, even though you might be using facts or accentuating, you know, what started as facts, there's common ground that's usually found between any conversation and that doesn't happen. And it's just, it just spirals into rage usually. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's funny. I mean, even during certain times in the last, I don't know, the last year, the last year has been eventful, obviously. And <laughs> I, it's funny cause I have a memory of coming home from work. So it must've been at least a good, you know, year ago, um, driving home and I could feel like, and maybe it's just me, maybe it's me making this up, but it's like I could feel the, you know, the tension in the air driving home based on the way people were driving. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was funny cause I kind of played with it. Like who's, it's more than just who you're voting for, but it was almost like I could tell political leanings based on the way people were driving. It was, it was strange. That's probably a stretch, but it was much more palpable without ever really having to get in another person's face and talk to them intimately. It just like, I could feel it. And I, it, it's funny, like with that, that I felt more comfortable. In fact, um, I probably mentioned this to you before, but um, like I had this one person that I would I would try to steer the conversation. This person I, I liked very much, but I could tell the subject matter and the way we looked at things made it that I had to be very careful talking. And I was it felt like I was a little bit more careful talking about my beliefs than this other person was and it was sometimes it was very exhausting because they they fired off their their opinions about everything all the time some sometimes it was just so unrelated to what we were talking about it was something that they were going through and i and i get that but it it did wear on me because i also didn't feel comfortable reciprocating you know, I, I, tr- I tried to understand that point of view and I could see it. I mean, that that's, that's the hardest thing for me. It's like, I see a viewpoint and I see a lot of problems with that. And yet it's still a valid viewpoint. What isn't? And, and then it was funny because we both had this moment where this person was, had something happen in their life and they were in anguish and the moment of approaching this person and, there was this deep sense of caring, like this is important, what they're going through. And I can totally relate. And it was strange to feel like there was part of me that it's it's not happiness. It's not happy that this person's going through this terrible thing, but it was like this feeling of intense connection and, and love maybe that like I... I could see that this was important. This is something I can connect with and I can totally understand you, but it it made me really come away from it feeling like these other subject matters were so frivolous and like, I just didn't want to have anything to do with them. But once again, it felt like, 
but people feel that certain subject matters that I was now calling frivolous were the most of the utmost importance. So I could probably rub people the wrong way just by saying something like that, by saying like, well, politics. I mean, I've had the thought run across my head. It's great theater. I would love to see the left and right just go at each other and both parties change for the better, even if it meant some, uh, you know, some chaos, some destruction, because in the end, maybe that's what was needed. But I don't often run into people that have that viewpoint. It's usually I'm on this side and this person's on that side. And it's, I just, I don't like this kind of consensual agreed upon dilemma. We're going to see everything this way. Even if we're at odds, we see, we're, we're agreeing on what the dilemma is and the way the way the structure is that here's good on this side, there's evil on this side, even if we both see it reverse. Right. And I just, something is nagging inside me. Like it, it seems so arbitrary. And if, if we could just get this like emotional, uh, psychic enema, we'd all just realize, Oh, that was just a, a game. That was just a movie, you know, like in the end, we're right. not all that different. And well, and I think that, sorry, no, you're good. Well, I, I think that, I think what I've seen is that there's, there's definitely, I don't know if this is a shift or it's the way things have always been. And I just haven't paid enough attention, but I feel like things have become a little more distilled now, but most conversations are looking to. And this is mostly digital conversations because it's easier online when you're not face to face or talking with somebody. But it's more about being right and winning instead of finding common ground. Yes. And I feel like that is it's as that goes on, things are going to get uglier and uglier because we really are more alike than different. And I think that all viewpoints and sides have something to offer. It might not be all the same amount, the same scale, but nobody has it all figured out and yet if you go online I mean, that's what everybody's asking. everybody has it figured out I, apparently i have all the i have all the damn answers just follow me and we're gonna be good and it's like well no i mean your shit stinks too that we're social creatures you know and we we were strong because we could take the take the strengths of many and make something great you know The, the tribal nature of things that uh, it seems so elementary and ridiculous from where we stand now looking and what we can understand and how those dynamics work. And yeah, it's fun to do on the weekends when you're watching sports and go play tribal for a little bit. Fuck your team. I love my team. We're the best. Go red and gold, you know, fuck yeah. blue and white like that. That's great. That's a good time. Hopefully that's there to teach us things. Same thing like sport. Sport is such a great thing to learn lessons that they have arbitrary. I mean, emotionally, they're real. It sucks to lose, but it's important to lose. It's important to have those things and to learn how good it feels to win and have it not really have any real outcome. You know, like it, it doesn't really change who you are if you're taught the right way. If not, it can completely cripple you 
in, in social environments and different stuff. And that's why kids are so mean sometimes is because they do treat it like it's real. But as far as the lifelong lesson, that's just play. But it, that's the thing that's tough is because trying to understand the world, trying to look in the context, the, the widest, broadest context you can look at, it's really hard to look at anything inside the human arena as anything but sport tribal play. Yeah. <laughs> it's maybe I should just be grateful that it's looking more ridiculous because I mean, I, I guess I'm asking like, how do I balance caring about this shit? Because it's getting comical. Yeah. It's getting cartoony. You're like, man, like I want to be a well-informed adult. I'm part of a society. And I think that there's a certain amount of responsibility that I have to lending my time and my attention and to contribute. But the way that things are going, it, it gets laughable. And you're like, man, like this is a shit show. Yeah. What? I don't know. Like, how do you care about this crap? Like, I, I really try, but and I, I do. And But it's a really weird spot to be in. And yeah. I don't feel like enough people talk about like the bare facts. Like, I, I don't know where I was before here. I don't know. Nobody knows truly where we're going after. And we have this brief amount of time being here and we're fighting about stupid shit. I get it. We need something to do. That's the context. But can we talk about the first part first? Like, can we can we talk about some of that other stuff? Because I have a feeling we wouldn't be fighting as much and we'd realize that ah, I guess we got to figure out how to get along or something. And yeah. maybe that's just a rhythm of this place. Maybe we're going through a winter and we're going to hit a spring and a summer again and fall and, and, you know, rinse and repeat. It just keeps going in these ebbs and flows. Yeah. I don't know. It's uh I and I like the way you say that. It's like you 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 do you show up on day one with not a whole lot. You gain a whole lot, and then you start to have change and loss and everything, and then you lament all those changes and loss losses. But those are all things that you never had in the beginning. You know, most of them. So it's like it, it's I try to. In my most mo, uh, more saner moments, it's you're trying to find the ultimate context, which would somehow put all those things that happen along the way in the in their proper perspective, maybe right. de- maybe de-energize them a little bit so they're not so the bad is not so bad and the, and also the good is not so amazing. I mean, I not so not like that, but you're not clinging to it. You know, you're not repressing so much and you're not clinging to everything. So, and I, I found this out, you know, many times in my life. It just feels like when I get to that place, everything kind of returns to the ride that it is. You're going to have, a, you know, bumps and good times, bad times, but it's all according to you. Um, we, we try to... But even like the ultimate context is that we could, they become part of the ride itself. You know, when people do try to value something like uh, spirituality, it becomes part of the ride. It's it's no longer the ultimate context. It's it's another thing in the park, and somehow it 
it becomes another object for me to cling to or repress. And it, I just, it, it's, it's okay. Even if you want to take it to the ultimate extreme and, and grab a hold of it and never let go, that's okay. It's permitted. But, but for, to point, to point outside of all that and say it's wrong is, I don't think is correct. And it, it'll really make you crazy. Yeah. And right now, obviously, we have many more of the, you know, 10,000 things, so to speak. It's probably up to 10 billion um, that, we, that, we can, that we can play with and we can lose track of, that it's just a thing. And it really doesn't have that ultimate importance when you get down to it, you know. And I get sucked in just like anybody else. Over and over again, I I feel like if anything, I I've I've had a harder time uh, with attachments than most other people because I and I I've seen similar. Uh, it, it feels like I can I can attach, but not forever. Eventually, and sometimes very quickly, it seems quicker and quicker now that. I get sick of it and I don't want to be identified as this or that or have having this or that. Um, I, I, I want to find, I, I don't want to leave, but I just want to have a better ride. And I look at all these people and I look at everything that I can look at and it just feels like there's no alternative to it sometimes, but I, I want a, a better way of, navigating my ship um and that it all seems to kind of revolve around identification what i have what i am what is good what is bad according to me and and sometimes uh you know I, i i don't maybe it comes out through my language with everybody i don't know sometimes it surprises me that people are picking up on this when I feel like I'm disguising my words because I, I don't want to be weird with other people or at least some people. And because uh, I don't want to try to convert anybody because I'll just end up, that's just another game. So I'm just as confused as anybody in this place, you know. And um, I try to pick up certain things that help me have better perspective. Uh, philosophy, comedy, is a great one. Oh yeah. Uh, I I do have I I have people in my life that I would rather you know at first glance I'm like ah do I really want to keep going to this person for that and whenever I I I'm quick to say no that person's this you know they're they're an asshole or or this person is you know I really like them because they're a good person it. I always get kind of punished in a way when I feel like it's like I, I'm pushing another perspective away or I'm, I'm saying, or I'm, I'm, I'm running towards another perspective. You know, it's like, it, you're never, you're never going to just have all the good that you want. Cause what do I know? And it's it's the full ride. It's it's not just the goodies, you know. 
and I I need a lot of I need a, a, to be challenged. I need to be tested. I need to transform, and I think that's true of anybody. And it it makes for I, I don't know. I feel saner, a little bit more. Uh, I don't want to say in control, but I just feel like I'm getting these little this kind of sixth sense that that's the right way to go about it. And it's, it's not anything I can get really egoic about. It's just, okay, keep chugging along and I keep allowing myself to be tested. And we'll see what happens. I, I, I you know, I lately it seems like the, the phrase I would use is that I just want to be sane because I, I don't, I see a whole lot of the opposite, you know, when I look outside myself. Do you think that's something, because I completely agree that perspective is one of the more interesting things to kind of have a reason to do anything. And I wonder, is there a certain age where that kicks in, where you go seeking perspective instead of, you know, because young, young people, we were all, we're dummies. Like, and I'm going to be a dummy compared to, you know, my 50 year old self looking back. That's all part of it because I'll have a different perspective, you know. And but, do you think there's a time when that kicks in? Because it definitely hit me that I just voraciously started trying to understand a broader perspective of things. When I look back at it now, that's what I was doing. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah. still doing. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, rounding forty, there's a lot of little insights that I didn't have specifically in that way at earlier ages. I could say that there's, I had a way of, I can relate to a lot of different feelings that I felt earlier on in my life. And yet I still, I, I was not the same person that I am now. Mm -hmm. um, there's more of a pull to like right now at around 40 to, to just resolving like, what the hell is this place? What the hell am I, you know? And I'm sure depending on the person or the, the group, that gets expressed differently you know people people go into religion or they go further into religion or they further into questioning or maybe they get the corvette you know <laughs> i don't know um there's a lot of little things like i think people react to it differently uh and maybe there are some people react a little bit later or whatever um Yeah, I all I can say is that I I do agree. I mean, I I'm not quite the same person as uh, I was when I was thirty or twenty or five, and if that's the case, then who am I to to think I understand everything perfectly? And this perspective is going to last not only for the rest of my life, but beyond it. You know, it's like who am I to say that? I'm only forty, fifty year old, sixty year old, and whatever I am outside this place is going to, it has, it must have a, a larger understanding than I do now. So uh, just even asking that question, kind of looking at time, not only from the past and the present, but also the future and kind of stepping back and seeing that whole process. I think that alone is the kind of exercise that gets you to hang on a little bit more loosely to everything because your entire life has been changed. Why do you think that's going to stop? That's that's absurd. Right. But everyone everyone has that 
it's maybe it's more just human nature to we we identify everything that you are is something that you're clinging to in a certain way and saying holding it up for mom and dad you know and saying this is what i did this is what i am and it's going to continue to change uh so and i i'd rather look at something like that when i do get a maybe a little bit more uncomfortable or upset with people I become more understanding when I realize, oh, they're just human, just like me. They're doing everything that they're not doing anything I haven't done, usually, and uh, or in a general way. And it's that kind of exercise that I, and I've done a lot of it, but I, it's definitely not the end of the trip. I, I want to do more. It's, I remember doing that when I was younger too, and just always feeling like. I just want relief from the thing that is making me uncomfortable. And that's not to say that I, um, I'm, that's not a, a childish, like, oh, I just won't think about it. If anything, it's no, I have to think about it in a very new way. I have to kind of, you know, in a certain way, I have to go further into it, you know, by ironically, by backing out of it and seeing the whole picture, a larger picture. And that usually settles everything down and, the, the frivolous things aren't really a problem anymore because I see that that's just a natural thing in this place. Like, who am I to get upset about that? But my game of getting upset and is, you know, just being two inches away from a brick wall and thinking I see the whole thing correctly. Um, so I, I want to be more patient with other people and and myself. And I think perspective is the way to do that. Yeah. What, what is it about life that on some level I'll never falter that I can't control everything and I'm completely at peace with that. But then 20 minutes from now I'll be frustrated on how things should be. Yeah. (laughs) You just slip right back in and you get angry again and just keep stumbling over the same kind of stuff. It's almost like that's uh primary for things to work is to be hypnotized into trying to change the world you know and and that's a very broad way of saying it but that's essentially what you're trying to do anytime you're like oh i wish it was like this instead of taking what's coming and doing the best you can with what you've got and what you can actually control and letting go of the rest and that's that spot that i'm in when i'm when i'm my best you know Mm -hmm. but it's like is that necessary for the merry-go-round to go around people take everything so seriously and myself included and to get overly invested in outcomes instead of in efforts yeah yeah i mean it's uh, you can have the temporary thought that hey i want to be more mindful and more aware and have more perspective but but you've got decades worth of impressions that you believe in inside you you're yeah. not going to have one small little thought like, oh, I'd like this to be the case. And that going to overrule the fact that if someone cuts you off in traffic five minutes after the fact, you're not going to react with your natural reaction. You know, um, if you if you were to become some kind of, you know, Zen monk about everything, it's going to take. I don't I don't know if I want to say that, but. We always think that you might not be very fun to be around either. <laughs> uh, might not. Yeah. It's like, I, I don't know. Well, 
and who's the one thinking that would be a good thing? It's still, it's still you. So how is that I mean, any? Do you take the Dalai, the Dalai Lama's good in bed? No, no. The fiery chick from the Jersey Shore, because <laughs> she's a loose cannon, and so is her pussy. And something about you wants that. And if that's the case, you can't just say no. I don't want that because that's a lie. Some part of you does, and we all know what Moth that part is. <laughs> um. Well, it, even in that case, if it's it's like yeah, I'm just gonna add this. I'm going to add this nice little cherry on top that negates everything that it's on top of. Like it, that's bullshit, but it's, it's human nature. It's everybody does that. They don't want to let go of all that other stuff. They just want to kind of put a new layer on top that negates all that. That's still there. And you kind of have to, if you, if you truly want to get rid of something, it's, it's going to come out of your soul like a, uh, you're going to have to, it's, it's a whole different process and it, well, that's, I, yeah, go for it. My, my hat tips to comedians that go forward with the old, anything can be funny at any time Yeah, because it's true. You might not like it, but it doesn't mean it's not kind of funny on some level. You're just not ready to see it that way. And I think that's so necessary because you got to be able to laugh at this shit. Like as serious as it gets, no matter what, I understand there really is tragedy, but you got to laugh. You got to laugh at life because it's weird. It's a weird situation to find yourself in. And it's, uh, yeah, you brought up that earlier. It's the, the fact that it is getting, you have this feeling that it is getting weirder. I, in my saner moments, I latch on to that and I really appreciate the fact that it's getting weirder because that helps me now in my less saner moments. It's just one more thing to bitch about and say this world's going to hell. But I find myself anytime I have those thoughts, those cliched thoughts of that better world or the fact that this world's, you know, going in a, in a worse place that always kind of wakes me up a little bit. Like I, I don't want to say those things because yeah. It just feels like I'm just settling on the cliche without really understanding that it's you're, you're trying to say that something that has, that has almost always happened. That's happening now that if I'm honest, probably won't ever go away. Shouldn't be happening. And that in my estimation is, that's kind of one of the symptoms of our our illness, if you want to call it that, is just to say this thing that is happening should not happen. Great. Good luck with that. You're, mm. you're saying something that is is wrong. And I think in a very real way, in the ultimate context, um, wrong just doesn't, it doesn't make sense at a certain level. And so I try much as possible to get to that place where I can see the thing that is what everybody is saying is absurd and looking at now and looking at the absurd kind of wakes me up uh, but it is very hard to to say I I mean I mean people complaining about the way America's going 
and I, I, I'm not going to be very fun at a party with either side, if even if there's only two, and I don't believe there is just two sides, that, oh, good, you know, now we're getting somewhere, you know, maybe, maybe there's going to be, maybe after this little scuffle, maybe we're going to have some real change, and we'll, we'll get to something better. Um, there's a reason for the forest fire, you know? Yeah. And, not, and they keep coming. Not yeah, they they do, <laughs> and there's got to be a reason for it, which has got to be a quote unquote good thing, you know, not that it really truly fits that definition, but it's like it's happening, so it must be right, and that might not fit the definition of good, you know, that we individually will say, well, I like it or I believe that it should happen. Maybe it's just right in the sense that. It's the natural consequence of what happened before it. It's more like a, a Buddhist right action thing, you know? Right. Yeah, in the arbitrary good versus evil, right versus wrong, that's been an interesting thing in life, is to see that differently. And not in the way like, of course. You know, that, that sounds so stupid. Where it's like, well, yeah, of course you can see the arbitrariness of what would be good versus evil, right versus wrong. When you see a little more perspective, but really to have that bomb go off where to really see firsthand, like, whoa, everything's got its story. Everything has its perspective. If you spend some time with anyone, you're going to walk away with a different viewpoint than just that generalized outside judgment of who you thought they were, no matter what. There's a reason they got to the point that they're at, and it's not so easy to classify things in such small boxes. I mean, that, that it reminds me of like the, I always, I really got to lock it down because I reference this one often, but I feel like it kind of goes in line with what we're talking about, where it's the parable of the dad and his son or the horse or some something like that, where basically... The guy doesn't snap to any judgment on any one situation. And, you know, we'll see. We'll see. His son gets thrown from a horse and he breaks his leg. And people say, that's so awful. And he goes, yeah, we'll see. And then a war starts. And his kid can't go to war because he has a broken leg. People say, that's that's so great. He says, well, we'll, we'll see. And, you know, it just keeps going. It's like. You just live on the waves. You don't really worry about how they should be going. And there's something big about that. Or it's natural to want to get in there and want to paddle and change the way the waves are going. But the truth is there's you're just kind of driving yourself nuts because you really can't. You can only do what's directly in front of you. And, you know, give your best and, and think and reflect and plan. But I think I've noticed that there's not as much that I have to get done in in terms of fixing things. It's just working with what's in front of you. And that's actually really hard to do. Yeah. <laughs> it seems so simple. I'm like, yeah, no, no shit, Sherlock. You know, that's obviously. But but really, like reflecting on how you operate in your day-to-day life, a lot of it is wasted energy. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I definitely find that with just the things coming up, my the reactions that I definitely can't always control, 
uh, and con- trying to control them only makes it worse. Um, it's just this continual effort of mismanaging my own energy. And when I can get better about just addressing what happens, I, I just, it feels so much better. Not just myself, but the entire, my entire world, which I kind of think the more I have those experiences of, you know, kind of letting go and just being better able to manage my own energy, I feel like you feel this connection. You know, you and your world are kind of the same. As soon as you are better, your world is, you're you're experiencing your world, your outside world better. Yeah, it doesn't, uh, it doesn't take as much of, of all of it, of everything that you really bring to the table, emotional, mental, all that energy gets alleviated and life is it's more of a surprise of what comes up if you're not so worried about right and wrong good and bad but just taking it for what it is and going, oh okay well i gotta i'm gonna take this adventure next i'm gonna go on this ride next and things surprisingly work out pretty well when i'm in that spot Mm -hmm. that i can put my efforts to what i would like and oftentimes what comes up and happens turns out to be pretty good Mm -hmm. it's not that big of a deal Sometimes I would view something like I I want something to go a specific way and I'll actually veer that away by wishing for it too much. Whereas letting go, I get offered the chance to become the person that would have that. And it's viewed as an obstacle, but it's good because I actually went through something and became exactly what I wanted. It just wasn't put on a silver platter. I had to work for it or, you know, whatever it may be. But yeah. it's amazing how often that dynamic is present in life. And it really like starting to recognize that really is strange. And, you know, we approach I, I approach life to a certain point as such a. For lack of a better term, the material kind of viewpoint that there's not really much else going on other than what you can see and interact with. But I really don't feel that way now. I feel that there is an intelligence to the universe, but I don't want to box it into what my definition is. There's just, there's something weird going on most of the time. That's like, okay. You know, a lot of coincidences, a lot of winks, a lot of, but if I shut that down and I don't think about it or acknowledge that or allow that possibility, it doesn't show itself either, which is strange. This place is weird. (laughs) I dig it. Yeah, I know. It's it's weird and it's a good thing too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. It's it's strange that at one, you know, if you're surrounded by, I mean, I, I found myself in certain circumstances being around people that definitely are not in a laughing mood. And, you know, and all of a sudden I have this internal thought or my, you know, we, we watch the same video or we're living in the same world, which we are, and we go to talk about a subject and we have radically different viewpoints. And I kind of shut down a little bit just because it's, oh, it's, I, well, I don't want to upset you. Um, yeah, that's going to ruin your day. I, I feel like what I have at certain moments could be helpful to you, but it doesn't look like you want that. You, you're, you're clinging to the way you see things. And I understand that. I do that 
more often than not, you know, but it's, it's like I had said with that, um, that one person, it's, it's the moment when I saw them in tremendous suffering is when I just completely forgot our differences because I was only, I, I could see our similarities and it's just like, it was, it was a weird sense of tremendous pain for me. And yet I couldn't say it was only bad. It was just so energetic and emotional. And it was like, I don't know. It's like it, I mean, people probably describe it in, in different ways, but you just feel this tremendous sympathy, you know? And it, it, it it made me want to never turn the internet back on, you know, (laughs) or, you know, it just feels like a spot with, with uh, social media and internet and stuff like that. I don't know. It's, (laughs) I don't know. It's, it's a weird, it's a weird little wrinkle. It's, it's adult cartoons and the adults don't, don't see it as cartoons for the most part, you know? Uh, that I think that's one of the tough things about being an adult is because we generally feel that we're grown up and we don't see anything. I mean, we assume humans are it as far as the top level, unless you want to, you know, uh, point to anything that created us or is responsible for us, which just ends up being one of our ideas. Um, so it's kind of just our best guess, which is all anybody really has. But what if we're not it? You know, it's uh, it, it it ends up us being adults ends up being a hindrance to us understanding more, or just simply letting go of our limited perspective, which I think is probably the you know the biggest uh, the biggest help to us at this point if we if we want to have a just be better at everything because we I mean. I don't know. It's a, you're, you're definitely, I I get to a point where I just want to, I want that other thing, that thing larger than us to come in and help. Cause I, I, I start to not have faith in us, which sends me down another negative road, you know? Mm -hmm. I, I think that we just need to give it time. Everything passes and probably one of the better cliches is this too shall pass. I find that works with a lot of the little incidents that come up that trigger my, my reactions to say that, you know, this is right or, or this is wrong. If I, if I waste too much of my energy on any one thing, I always, I always get to know a fuller perspective a little bit later on and realize my mistake. And if I'm in a better perspective, I'm I'm able to accept those little lessons better, without blaming anything outside myself. You know, I have I mean I have some hope that I mean just like everything like and once again stepping back from all of history, I start to see kind of the our advances in the last you know couple of years uh, as being maybe we'll get better at this maybe we'll get we'll get better being having so much connection because and and i was thinking this the other night for all our connection 
for all our, you know, where we have many more billions of people than we had even just a hundred years ago on this planet. And we're, we're a lot more closer in certain ways, but at the same time, we're more isolated. Like what Mm -hmm. the hell? It's also like a, it's a, it's another piece of evidence for the balance in this place. You can't get that connected without being that isolated. We're closer and farther, further from each other. Yeah. Atrophy is a lot of the natural face-to-face communications when so much, you know, so much has gone digital, which is great. Don't get me wrong. There's a lot of pluses to that, but there's a lot of things that kind of go by the wayside as far as our communication with one another. Well, and uh, I think you kind of hit on it earlier, uh, and I've heard other people say it too, uh, our our means of communication become more of argumentative. And we're always looking for a gotcha moment. Like everybody's doing that. And even just looking at stuff like, you know, 30 years ago, like just uh, news bites um, and other things, we don't seem to be like, even though we had division, we weren't communicating with this intent to get the other person, the other side. Like that's we're we're preoccupied with fighting and getting the upper hand. And it, it makes me want to go Jeremiah Johnson, you know? <laughs> yeah. And go, uh, no, no more for me, thanks. I'm driving, you know. And but then again, it, it as soon as I feel that way, it's oh come on, you're quitting. You know, it's like I never get any relief. As soon as I I I think one thing and it gives me any bit of relief, I I feel uncomfortable. Cause I'm, I'm turning my back, you know, I feel like I'm turning my back on humans or I'm giving up or something, but I can understand people just maybe taking some timeouts and saying, you know what, I'm going to focus on the people in my household for a while, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't hate anybody. I just want to, I, I want to focus on the people that mean the most to me. Maybe I don't need to get into YouTube rabbit holes when I should be tucking my kids into bed or something, you know? That's generally a good, a good call. <laughs> it's amazing. So we're in the middle of a blizzard here, a, a blizzard in Texas. And I went out and I started kind of sweeping out like our front front walkway to try to get rid of some ice and snow. And that was more enjoyable than most of the shit you could do with your day. Yeah. Just to get lost in that, you know, and, and clearing a, a sidewalk. It's amazing how physical labor snaps me out of anything it's um, just the best yeah i want more projects i one of the things i feel that i've done i haven't always been the best at that because i will i can find a way to make an activity like that become one more thing that i have to do but when i can really kind of surrender to it you realize there's it it's no longer you don't have that dilemma of work versus play those definitions fall away. And I have weird moments and weird is good, you know? And you're like, I enjoy this. I'm, I'm using my energy uh, responsibly, somehow and intelligently. And, you know, all of a sudden that, that bath is going to feel so much better. That shower is going to feel better. It's, you know, lying down in front of the fire with the family is going to feel so much better after all that hard work. And... I don't know, maybe maybe we had more of that in the agricultural, uh, industrial, you know, beginning of the industrial age or whatever, anything before, you know, 
the twentieth century. I don't know. I feel like it lends for me personally, the physical and hard work kind of things, they lend themselves better to me getting into that mode where I'm I'm in that mode of like, oh, I'm gonna figure out how I do this. I can take tips from somebody else and there's definitely a, a best way to do these kinds of things, but I'm gonna come up with my process and that helps me to enjoy it. And really kind of thinking to how we started this, I guess that's a part of it. It's with all the different ways to approach life and chewing on that kind of stuff. It's like, well, how do I want to go about this? How do I want to go about all the crazy things that can happen and enjoy that? Mm-hmm. You know, it's a it's kind of more about exploration and discovery as opposed to. Well, it's it, that's it. It's just I'm going to pay attention and explore what works. I'm not going to define it. I mean, even though I have my definitions, I'll try to find a way to kind of put those at bay and just pay attention to myself and what I'm doing and maybe discover that I like work. You know, maybe maybe challenge a few of my assumptions along the way and, and get rid of those. Get a little bit more comfortable with things that are I have to do all the time and realize I actually enjoy it. I actually enjoy my life, you know. And it's not something that I have to get done to get to the next thing. Just intelligently manage uh, my viewpoint and my, uh, my, I don't know, my user interface for the world, you know? Hmm. Yeah. That's one of those things too. I think it kind of got me into the, it's obviously uh, kind of one of those hip things now. And it's probably been for a while that all the biohacks, you know, that end up, being spit out online and, and I get that. I, I totally get that. But even that becomes it it becomes a thing that we're all trying to get the goodies, you know? And it's just right. it becomes, oh, I want more. I want more biohacks. And it, it must it, it must look kind of comical when all those the the real biohacks are so simple. Like it we should have never lost it. It you know, I've had a lot of moments where I've discovered that it it's not the it's not all the fads. It's it's coming back to the revelation that the the tried and true things that kind of the the old uh, you know what grandma told us to do was correct. It's it's balance. Well, I mean, if you, if you're not drinking MCT oil and butter in your coffee you're pretty much driving a horse and carriage nowadays (laughs) well we could get so so uh preoccupied with i remember seeing um there's this one guy i've told you about him before uh a power lifter who would always get these questions and his program was so even though there are certain little tweaks that I never would have, it's not like four four square meals a day or whatever. It was, um, how do I put this? He would, he has a program and people would always write in their questions. And every single one of their questions was always like something, like he told them very simple instructions about strength, about muscle building, about fat loss, whether that was in the gym or at, at the dinner table. And then, but he would always get these people go, yeah, yeah, yeah. But should I be doing hit or steady state cardio? Should I be doing intermittent fasting? Should I be fasting for before my cardio in the morning? And he's like, 
should I be doing a dumbbell bench press or should I be doing barbell bench press? And he's like, it doesn't fucking matter. I told you that already. Like, like I, you think these things are important and I've given you what's important and found that out. And it took me, you know, 30 years to find out, even though I was told from day one, don't make it more fancy than it needs to be. Sure, those things could be good or I see the point, but that's not that's not the engine. You know, that's all on the periphery. Th- those things mean very little if you don't have the engine in the car. And I, I think that that's kind of one of those things that are, you know, you see in society that we get super excited about the new and the enhancements and all that. And, and they're good, but it's, we're not going to revolutionize our, our human machine as far as being a, you know, a, a, a human with a, a, a mind and a heart and sensory awareness. It's like uh, you're, you're not going to become Superman all of a sudden with these little gimmicks. Um, so kind of explore them. Great. But don't get too excited. Don't get carried away. And that's what we do. We're getting more carried away with, with absolutely everything. And it can be a, a major distraction. Yeah, volume-based and new things to make your solutions instead of just going with, you know, the basics of what you kind of know deeper down. Focus on your rep. Focus on the big rocks. That was always yeah, that was a, stick with- a great metaphor that I heard. It's you've got this jar. Put the big rocks in first and then the smaller the smaller pebbles, you know? What, regardless of whatever we're talking about, it's but people start to get so excited about the small little pebbles and, or maybe I'm getting that backwards. I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I know what you mean. Yeah. Keep it simple. Well, I guess then for this, for my initial question to jump this thing off is how do you keep it simple? Keep it balanced probably, you know, yeah, do what you got to do and shrug the rest off and realize that there's a bigger thing going on too that's that's what my first inclination is yeah try to find the balance in the situation yeah you know you gotta you gotta take some of it you gotta be you gotta be active in a certain portion of these kinds of conversations because you don't want to you don't want to not be a participant but also it's it doesn't it's not as it's it's not as on your plate as you think either yeah. Your participation is not as required as <laughs> the time that you can spend trying to understand these things. Yeah. You're not going to save the world and you're not going to doom it to hell in this moment if you talk to the person or not or say this thing or not. Um, Just dip your chip, get your beer and move on. <laughs> It'd be nice. You know, why not? Yeah. Well, and realize the other person is going through the, I mean, they're, they appear to be in the same situation, you know, don't think it's all up to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and some people, you, you don't have to like everybody and no one, not everybody has to like you. And I get myself so worked up though. It's like, I, I'm expecting to try to overcome that or to avoid that. And it's just, oh God, I just, <laughs> every now and then something will come along and just, it's so clarifying from my perspective that like I all get this feeling that I'm just I'm no longer in that that 
that merry-go-round that 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 tense place where it's but it, it's always me it's always this internal contraction that i'm going through and so i try to find things that knock me out of that that's a wise approach it's yeah it's uh, it one thing i i've seen so many people do this including myself but it's just the well, in the information age, if I it, kind of backing up to look at it from that, as opposed to blaming the internet or social media or anything specifically, just kind of the information age that we're in, because obviously that seems to be kind of it. I, I, I see the chance for like mental illness <laughs> uh, rising. Oh, yeah. And it's, I, I don't even think it's anything, not like it's something that you could find in the brain or anything. It's just, but you see it in the reactions. It's like, it's just not good. It's not healthy. I think that's a common take. People are concerned with that. Yeah. And it, it doesn't matter the content of your beliefs. I think it's, no, whatever it is, doesn't matter. Like, you, you need to, we need a break. Whatever the ideology is, you can go too far with it. And that gets me trying to, to look at something else and embracing something new, you know? Yeah. Find some work to go do. Like you said, maybe that's a big one is like, find something that you can, you can do that's kind of meditative, you know, and and especially if it's kind of physically taxing or requires heavy focus to perform some sort of physical task. That, that definitely works for me. Yeah. I was going to get in the zone. I was going to say shoveling snow is, if you can make that meditative and you absolutely can that it'll it should do wonders oh yeah chopping wood you know it's like those those ones work for me i like those it's weird because i i never would have thought that you know years ago but now it's like oh yeah i'll just tune out walk away feeling great like i just had a great relief you know a release of like mental stress and i'm all about it I've it those things creep up on me a lot too where I think that um if I do something too much whatever it is as soon as I do something like I'll find myself uh, and I usually find out while I'm doing the the shoveling the snow kind of activity and realizing oh shit this is what was missing but I don't see that when I'm doing whatever I'm doing too much of and mm. expecting it's like well I'm going to I don't realize that I'm, you know, I'll, I'll be so stressed out because I'm mismanaging my energy, all of it, that I feel like I need more rest and I need to, oh, you know, this is, I've been going through so much stress, so I can do, uh, you know, fast food's okay, but it doesn't make anything better. Um, but I go further and further in to a certain kind of activity or a certain set of activities, but something else is missing. So there's no balance, but because I'm imbalanced, I don't see it. So it's those accidental moments of, of, you know, all of a sudden shoveling snow and you're like, Oh, or in, or coming inside after doing that. And then all of a sudden, then you're relaxing and it feels totally different. You take the hot shower you lie down in front of a fire, you go to sleep with your, you know, take a nap or something like that. And you're like, why does this feel so damn good? It, it, this would not have felt good if you had not done that other activity. 
It's the it's the play of opposites that's important. And you couldn't have possibly got that by well, if seven lines of cocaine was good, then ten will be better. You know, it's no, <laughs> it's just gonna you like you're. It's not that it feeds itself. It's like you keep expecting that. Like I don't feel good, so I'll I'll do more of what I've already been doing, and it just seems that like that's the absurdity that you finally see when you step back and see it. But you need to be cognizant when you're getting the cues from the outside world or even just your own feelings or thoughts that maybe you were getting every indication that you should have stopped and that you should have done this other thing but but you know kind of going down that rabbit hole of mental illness or whatever you want to call it it, you're less and less able to have that perspective yeah i've heard it's said like when you're drowning, nothing can help. And when you're not, nothing is needed. Like e- either way, you just got to figure it out. You got to do it yourself. There's nothing, nothing anybody says to you when you're in, you know, an awful place can really get you there. It might point to it, but you got to figure it out yourself. And when you're in a good spot, you don't need anything. I'm saying that awful. I yeah. forget how the original saying I, goes. But Yeah, I mean I've I know I know exactly what you mean. It's it's because that's not a thought. It's it's there's a certain kind of insight or awareness or intuition or whatever that you get when you're when you're behaving correctly, you know? Like when you're when your ship when your ship's rudder is in the right place, which you may not be responsible for ultimately, things go well, you know? But we, we tend to go, oh, well, we, we latch on whatever this balance is with this or that, and before we know it, we're at the helm of the ship, you know? But there's so many other factors. And we can we can make so much, well, yeah, kicking and screaming in the ocean like you said, to use that analogy, uh, you can't see that uh, the reason you're having a bad time is because you're, you know, you're, you're the one who's drowning. It's not this thing happening to you. It's also what you're doing. It, it kind of gets yeah, into... Don't, don't fight it. It makes it worse when you do. Yeah. You're intimately involved in your life. And I, I don't think there's anything that is truly completely outside of you. You have, you have, you have a part in every act of your life, you know, and those are, those are always the best moments for me. And sometimes they're painful leading up to that, that insight, but it's like, oh yeah, that was, (laughs) yeah, you kind of, it always kind of feels like to me that I'm getting good hard slap, you know, right? but I'm grateful for it. Eventually. <laughs> Eventually, yeah. It's, it, well, I don't know if I had said this to you recently or what, but it's like, well, for me, uh, dropping caffeine is a great example of this. I, I, I still doesn't make sense to me because, I, I mean, I think at one point, uh, right after the kids were born, um, obviously I was in need of some kind of help to deal with more and more stress in my life or activities or and 
I think at my height, I was having probably my worst days, like six monsters, you know, six rock stars. And holy shit, it was it was bad. That's awful. Like no, and I, I <laughs> so looking looking back, I was like, and I didn't always feel bad Jeez. for it. It was like how how did I ever have a good day, you know? Um, yeah, but. But once again, I'm I'm drowning and I can't see that it's I'm the one who's responsible for drowning or at least has a big hand in it. And um, but I maybe it's the the benefit of getting older. It's like you're or doing it for so long. Uh, I'm sure it's a bit of both that your my brain and body go. I can't do that. Well, I think you know everything we talked about. It's coming from the initial spot of wanting to know how to how to approach some stuff that it's like i feel like i guess i should care about this but there's a part of it where it just looks like a game and another trap of life is i guess from a certain perspective anything that seems dramatic or not to my liking could be written off as a trap but you know who says that the point of life is to do exactly what you want all the time so just like anything else if it's going to come across my way i guess i'm going to try to find the right balance do my best and, and let go of what I can't care about, you know? Mm-hmm. I guess that's my takeaway from it. And I probably won't and don't recommend drinking six monsters a day. No, no. 